Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Greg. Thanks for joining me today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. prayer for grace. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us safely to the beginning of this day. Defend us by your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor run into any danger, and that guided by your Spirit we may do what is righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in Scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. We'll be reading from Romans chapter 10. Brothers, my heart's desire and prayer to God for them is that they may be saved. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. For being ignorant of the righteousness of God and seeking to establish their own, they did not submit to God's righteousness. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. For Moses writes about the righteousness that is based on the law, that the person who does the commandments shall live by them. But the righteousness based on faith says, Do not say in your heart, Who will ascend into heaven, that is, to bring Christ down, or who will descend into the abyss, that is, to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. For the scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us? 
So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. But I ask, have they not heard? Indeed they have, for their voice has gone out out to all the earth and their words to the ends of the world. But I ask, did Israel not understand? For first, Moses says, I will make you jealous of those who are not a nation. With a foolish nation, I will make you angry. Then Isaiah is so bold to say, I have been found by those who did not seek me. I have shown myself to those who did not ask for me. But of Israel, he says, all day long, I have held out my hands to a disobedient and contrary to people. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Oh man, so this one is uh, chock full of really good stuff. And so uh, what we're going to do is just kind of overview of this and then uh, we'll dig into uh, to it a little bit. So so Paul's intention here, uh, he starts off in verse 1 just to say that, that his desire and prayer to God is that they may be saved. Maybe a reflection question for us off the bat is how often are we praying for those who don't know Jesus? Are we bearing that burden of praying for them uh, that they may be saved. And, uh, and he's, Paul's bold here, Paul's proclaiming, Paul's uh, confronting in many ways, but at the very core, uh, before he does anything else, he, he, he tells them, I am praying that these people would know Jesus. And, and the, the Jews that he's speaking of in this context, are they have this zeal for God, they have this knowledge, they, they have this quote-unquote righteousness, and yet they don't have faith. They don't trust the righteousness of God that is provided for them in Christ. They are ignorant of that, or they deny it. And so um, Paul goes on to say in verse 10, for they... For with one heart one believes and is justified, and with a mouth one confesses and is saved. This idea that that it is with our mouth that we confess that Jesus is Lord, and it is with our heart that we believe. Now those, if you're like me, it's like, man, how do I get my heart and my words and my mind all aligned together? Um, and this is the, the, the practice of faith, that, that we align who we are and what we say with uh, with what we truly believe and what we experience internally. And, and Paul simplifies it all in saying, believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. Now, those two practices are really, really powerful. One is external. One is declarative. With our mouth, confess. With our heart, internal. Orientation, thoughts, mind, heart. This, this, what am I, what am I internally experiencing? Um, with, with our heart, we, we uh, declare and believe that Jesus is Lord. And so we, we, we declare with our mouth that Jesus is Lord. We, we declare with our heart internally in our own thoughts and minds that Jesus is Lord. And in that, we will be saved. And he, he goes on to, to talk about this idea that, um, that, how are we to believe, how are we to have faith unless we hear the word? And this is a really important point for us in that uh, the reality is that you and I need God to speak to us. We need God to speak to us. We can't figure out all this on our own. We, we can't just be guided by our inner light. We need to have God tangibly speak for us. This last Sunday we talked about um, in First John this idea of, uh, what you heard from the beginning, let it abide in you. 
and, and that 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 idea that that we are people who must receive first. We must receive God's love. We must receive God's words. We must receive God's salvation before, not before we can accept it, but but even to initiate our own acceptance of it because we can't do that ourselves. And uh, and then Paul goes on to say that, that people have heard, people have, um, have heard the good news of Jesus and yet um, they have not sought him. They have not confessed him. Uh, in verse 20 he says, um, they have not uh, been seeking me. And so um, he, he, God holds out his hands all day long to a disobedient and contrary to people. And this is good news for me that uh, amidst my rebellion, amidst my questions, amidst my struggles, amidst my wanderings and wonderings, that God holds out his hands to you and me today. God holds out his hands to those who we want to see live in faith today. God holds out his hands to a disobedient and contrary people. And the question for you and I, the question for our neighbors, the question for one another is, are we confessing and are we believing in our heart that Jesus is Lord? Are we confessing with our mouth, saying the words with full of full clarity, full conviction, and are we believing it in our heart that Jesus is Lord? So let's just take a moment to pause. Uh, and the reflection is a practice today. And simply uh, just want you to take 20, 30 seconds just to, to confess with your mouth and sit and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord. So let's pause to take a moment to confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord.
Jesus, thank you that you are Lord of all. Thank you that you have made us as physical beings, as spiritual beings, all integrated into one person. Lord, I pray that we would confess today any moments of confession of of sin or, or darkness or waywardness that we are experiencing, that we would open our hands to you and and be open with you because you hold your hands to us. Lord, you are faithful. Your steadfast love remains. Lord, thank you that you are persistent and that you are patient with us. Lord, I pray today for my friends. I pray for our church. I pray for this valley that we would confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that you are Lord of all things. You are King of Kings. You died, you were buried, you rose again. Thank you, Jesus. Through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come.